one of our values in the one of our core values in the company is like that everything you do is is the best quality that you can that you can and make sure that next time it's better yo 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 what up welcome to the mindful and ruthless podcast where you will learn the mindset strategies and the tactics in order to develop a full stack life Hey everybody, my name is Sagi. I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur, writer and speaker and the host of the show. My guest today is the CMO, Chief Marketing Officer of a product called Elementor, a popular page building plugin for WordPress. Elementor has reached more than a million active users and is now considered one of the hottest plugins out there. I'm personally using Elementor for my own websites and loving it. So in this conversation, I talked to, uh, to my guest about how he came up and ended up joining Elementor three years ago and about his work over there. Now, if you're a WordPress and Elementor fan, this conversation gets pretty technical at some point uh, when I ask our guest about some features. So if you're not technical about WordPress, feel free to fast forward that part to the last 10 minutes of the conversation. I really enjoyed this conversation, so hope you do too. Ladies and gents, it's my pleasure to present to you the CMO of Elementor, Ben Pines. Let's get mindful and ruthless. Hi everybody, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Mindful and Ruthless podcast. Um, and today I have on the show Ben Pines from Elementor. Ben, what's up, man? It's great. How about you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm happy. I'm happy to have you on the show. Um, and, uh, you know, this, this thing, you know, you, you, you're coming from a super successful uh, company, super successful, a successful, uh, plugin for, um, WordPress that, you know, I'm using and I know, I know a lot of people listening and watching are using as well. Um, but I just want to go back and I want to talk to you about you first, before we talk about the company. Um, obviously. Okay. Like you, you have your, um, your expertise and your background and, uh, stuff that you've done before Elementor. So can you tell me a bit about your background and how you came up? Well, I think I always had two affinities to like psychology and the web, because I remember I was, uh, back in the day, I don't know, it was maybe 2002. I tried to go into a, a UX company to join them without any experience. I was just a kid, but I knew this was something interesting, like uh, the, the, the merging of, of uh, how psychology, how, we, how uh, users use the web. And they just told me no, uh, <laughs> because, <laughs> but I think they, they should have uh, caught on to my enthusiasm because I was enthusiastic, uh, even though I was without no experience. So uh, yeah, my, my first real job in, in the, area was uh, in a small SEO firm. So I did pretty much everything there and quickly got up the ranks and um, it was fun SEO back then. Uh, That was 2006, I think I started. Um, And then let's jump back. I started my own business. So me and a, a friend of mine, we started a business, uh, like an affiliate program business, uh, promoting sites. It was a big thing then, like promoting content sites and then putting like uh, affiliate links and, and uh, making uh, money this way. And because it was uh, the old algorithms of Google, it was kind of easy to do. I mean, if you're a content marketer like, like I was, uh, it was fun and it was easy. So we quickly became successful. We just, you know, we saw the, the numbers go up. We were like, okay, this is going to be it. If, if this continues, like in, in five years, we'll be sitting, you know, in, uh, in a, uh, near the ocean in a beach house somewhere. And then there was like an algorithm ch- uh, change um, and it's kind of slowly, uh, you know, deteriorated over time. Yeah. And until it, I, I <coughs> it was basically seven years after I started that I sold my business. It was not easy because, you know, we, I, invented, I invested my heart and soul into it. Um, I also start, tried to do a, a startup, a marketplace, which also failed. So I was kind of like, I sold everything and said, I'm going to start over. I'm going to be an employee. Because I then realized like, that I, I, there were some areas I was not that good at. 
-hmm. Like, you know, the, the whole areas of, of accounting and, and these matters, they don't, it's not just that I'm not good at these areas. They don't, uh, you know, fill me with uh, enthusiasm. Right, right. They don't fill you up, of course. So then I was kind of in the same uh, situation uh, you explained before, where I was like with kids, the family, and, uh, you know, bills piling up. I didn't know what to do. I started, I thought about freelancing a bit. Um, and I kind of um, didn't know exactly what, what I was going to do. And the people that I approached, like, uh, I found like, uh, I thought that going to uh, wanted ads wasn't the best way. I thought, no, I'm going to approach people that I want to work with and connect with them. Mm -hmm. It sounds in theory like a good practice, but uh, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work? It, no, it actually, it, it really hurt my ego because the, 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 I remember one, I, I think I won't ever forget that guy that I uh, called uh, like a, you know, a programmer, a web developer. And uh, I told him I can do this. I can, and he said, we, I don't need your skills. Like that was his <laughs> line. Like, so that, I was right. like, that was my feeling like, okay, I have nothing, even though I have, I knew I, I had some knowledge. I, I knew I, I, you know, I built really successful uh, projects, but you know, all the past that you, your past accomplishments, they start to deteriorate. So I was really unsure of uh, what I was going to do. Uh, but because you have a family, I think this, this gives you motivation. So it was a fluke of chance that uh, I saw when I updated one of my sites, I saw that uh, the, the company uh, that, that Elementor was hiring. From this, I contacted them. We did a job interview. I had no experience doing an international project like this. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when I jumped on board. It was three years ago. Three years and, ago. Uh, yeah. Nice. And... Uh, and the three years were really amazing. Like uh, I learned so much and I, I still learn every day. And uh, I, I really love the fact that it's so diverse. And when, this, when we started, we were, uh, I mean, the company started with five, but when I mm -hmm. uh, joined there, we were eight. So that yeah. meant, and eight, you know, it's developers and designers and uh, support. So that meant I was marketing. So I did everything like setting up the affiliate program and, and doing uh, the content and doing the content marketing and influencer. So all the channels that uh, there was, the PPC, everything was managed by myself, which was uh, nice at, at the time. Um, and did you know what you were doing? Uh, in some areas, yeah. In some areas I had uh, to you know, bridge the gap. So how do you how did you bridge the gap right now? Because it looks like you've gone into a situation where you needed to learn new skills very fast on the go. I guess a lot of the people also listening and watching uh, stumble across those situations. You know where you know you don't have time to learn. You got to do it. So what did you uh, do? I'll take, I'll take one channel that I think is the most uh, hard to to grasp, which is video creating videos. So first of all. I had uh, like Yoni, the CEO, is, is, was a video producer in his past, so he really helped me. But I think also like perseverance, because when you're doing videos, it's very, um, you know, I, I can't, can't explain how frustrating it can be because you need to do take after take after take. Like, if you're the video guy, I know. <laughs> you're not used to working with a camera. Yeah, the first videos you produce, they're just, uh, you have to plow through and you have to remember and not, because it can get very uh, depressed. <laughs> yeah. You're just, you know, knocking uh, your brains uh, in the wall. And uh, so that's how you do it. Like, you have a task, like, I need to create videos as well as, I don't know, um, Brian Dean or, or whoever, and you do it until you, you're, you're happy with the result. I think. Yeah. And basically, so you just, okay, so you do it. And uh, I think Grant Cardone used to talk about this, like, you know, doing the quantity because some people are like focused on quality only, but sometimes you don't know how to create quality. So what you need is to create a quantity 
and try to improve and uh, you know improve from time to time as much as you can and just trust that I think yeah. I don't think I think it's a balance because you don't want to create too little but you don't want to overdo it you want to yeah. have every video I at least that's our like our vet one of our values in the one of our core values in the company is like that everything you do is is the best quality that you can that you can and make sure that next time it's better so yeah. I think that cutting corners is, is so prevalent and easy and, and alluring, you know, and Israeli. because it's an, <laughs> an Israel sometimes, yeah. sometimes I, I mean, there, there's a big part that is Israeli, but I, I was thinking about this today that, uh, if you think about, uh, you know, the, the startups that came from Israel, there's something there that doesn't cut corners that, that's like doing Davka, I think doing like, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it differently. And I'm yeah. Better right. and uh, it's like like the chutzpah to do it. Yeah, you know? the Israeli chutzpah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally, man. So like, so you started growing with Elementor. Um, started the journey there. Was one of the you know first ten employees in the company. Um, got in the position to take over the whole marketing scene. Um, how have you experienced the growth? since then like it was like three years how many people how many like users have you had on the platform back then you were divi right you weren't even element or something we were called pojo Divi is the competitor sorry <laughs> so, pojo pojo uh, right yeah yeah uh now we are 50 so it's it's 50. really rapid growth mm-hmm. and it's, it's been interesting and, and challenging on a day-to-day basis because uh it's very different what you do when you're eight people and when you're 50 people and you're trying to scale your efforts. And the biggest difference, I think, is being like for the first year, you try and try. But when you first launch, you don't know anything. You have right. barely a thousand users and uh, you're just trying and trying different channels, see what connects to you. And the challenge now with you know over a million active installs um, is finding the direction and finding what drives you and how you're going to steer the boat. Right. Because now it's, it's a big boat. It's not like a, a, a canoe, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> you have to, I think it gets a lot more important uh, questions like values and branding and what are your core beliefs? What are you, what are you passionate about? And also the quality has to um, improve. Because the, the, the product keeps improving, but your content needs to, I think, change um, in a different way. It's not, it's, it needs to uh, be different. You need higher production values. You, you're, you need to think big, not just uh, the way we did when we started. Right. And when you, when you did start and, you know, you wanted to scale the company, you wanted to get in more to the... Um, like more deep into the WordPress community, how did you infiltrate that community or like how did you strategize to, you know, getting there? Because you probably had a plan. It's not like you just like, you know, went with the flow of the river. You just like, you know, you had a plan probably and carried it out, right? When I started, the whole thing was getting the word out. So, uh, yeah, get, getting the right people, the right influencers was the key for, for me. And I think I did a lot because we're based in Israel. I did a lot to utilize like sending messages and um, developing the community on Facebook because you, you can't go to every WordCamp across the world. And some people do that. But when yeah. you're trying to grow, we, we aimed at rapid growth, like the, the, the growth that we, that we experienced, it wasn't the fluke. That's exactly what we, I think this is a bit what sets Elementor apart from many uh, WordPress. And now I know a lot of WordPress, uh, you know, small companies, freelancers who create plugins and it's, uh, it's, it's a different mentality, I can say, uh, for better and worse, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the ways to, also, you know, one day maybe I'll have a digital product when, you know, who knows? And I'm looking at all these kind of like 
ways of doing it right from the get-go. I know a lot of people listening and watching right now also have like WordPress themes out and all kinds of like, you know, digital products that they sell. Um, do you have any advice for them right now in 2018, closing in on, you know, 2019 to how to start up the, the growth of the digital digital product and um, get it, get the word out? Well, I think there needs to be a sort of, um, understanding that there are two main areas that you, you, you have at least two main areas that you have to deal with somewhat separately. You have to create a great product, but you have to spread the word about that product. And it's, it, right. those two things don't always align. I mean, if it aligns, and you, for example, when you create a tutorial about a release that you did, then you have an alignment because, and that's great. But uh, sometimes it's not enough. So um, I have, uh, I would say it's really important to know what you're doing and to not uh, just copy. Because I, I see that a lot. I see like, okay, what I, it's like a checklist. Okay, what do I need to do? I need to create a website with articles of 3,000 words. And it, it doesn't work this way. It's yeah. like trying to, because there, there will always be like, bigger companies for we experience it as well that will do more and uh, I think it takes a different approach um, like if you there's an advantage of being you know like a solo entrepreneur uh, a freelancer there's an advantage to bigger companies in terms that you can get more personal and uh, you can learn from examples of uh, startups that did it amazingly well and didn't do the obvious uh, things. You know, I recently interviewed the team solo from Ahrefs. Ahrefs, yeah. Ahrefs is like a platform for finding out like about um, like um, SEO. traffic, SEO, and yeah, competitors, yeah. yeah. So they have, that's a good example because they have a great product. Yeah. But, and, and, and they onboarded the team as their, uh, you know, their CMO. And he did a course, he took, it took him a whole year to build a course. And it's a, you know, it's a, it's a huge investment of time. It's all video. And it, it, it I mean, it's something that, uh, that shows that he was willing to put the effort that took beyond like, just like, let's write some content and try to get some links there and, and gain traffic. So I, we see that, I think we see that more, uh, more and more like I, I see it also in the podcast that I follow mm-hmm. it's not necessarily you know I don't follow the I don't go and download every week the podcast that do the most link building or link baiting you know I, I follow the the, uh, the podcast that create the best content right so and you, yeah yeah, I mean, like, I, totally, like, I get you. And I think what you're saying is also, like, you know, the misalignment between sometimes trying to get the word out and building the product. It's exactly the product um, uh, part of the company versus the marketing department. And, you know, I remember that from... There, there, you know, there, there, there's a problem because um, everyone wants to succeed. Yeah. But, in fact, only about 20% of the population are creative. You see it across the board. You see it like for um, essays on, uh, you know, on in universities. You have a ton of researchers creating, um, um, you know, um, researches, but only twenty percent get cited. So when you understand that, you understand that you need to know that that it's something that you are able to do. That you have something special and creative. Uh, to to add to the world, and I think that's that's crucial. Are you something you need to ask yourself constantly? Are you one of those twenty percent, and is it showing? Yeah. So basically, are you top of the twenty percent? Are you in, in that top twenty percent, or that actually have something great to offer to the world? That's what you're saying. Like, and once you have that, just play hard on that, right? Just like play strong on that. Exactly. Like, what's your skill that you're, you're, you have to contribute or what's, or you're passionate about that will make the difference, I think. 
Right. And you know, what's funny is like, if I'm looking at, you know, myself as an example, and I have uh, this community, Mindful and Ruthless, and the podcast here, and everything that I have going on, and um, I've built multiple communities online, and uh, monetized them. And um, so that's like, you know, one of my superpowers. And the other one, the main one that I grew up with is design. And it takes me so hard, so long to leave it aside and say, it is my superpower in one hand, but I have another superpower. Um, it's those thoughts that I guess a lot of people have over here. Um, some people here on the show are designers that want to build a community for designers. Some are developers wanting to build a community for developers. But some are, or you know, when I say communities, I mean communities and then products to, for that community. Um, but some are just like, you know, sometimes they're just, you know, maybe, um, I don't know, like social workers wanting to create a, you know, a, a lifestyle blog or something like that, which is completely different than what they're doing in their day job. They have their other passions and maybe lifestyle is your superpower. So I think like whatever, like the listeners and, and everybody here uh, listening and watching can take away is think about your superpowers. You might have more than one, but you know, like what do you, what do you have that's created that you can offer to the world? And then, you know, like own in on that um, and get the word out about it. That's also important. So um, I want to, I want to ask you, Ben, like what's the thing that right now is most exciting you in this world of, of everything that you're doing marketing Elementor? I think, uh, I, I looked back like what we did and I'm thinking about how we can create a closer connection uh, because when you grow, you have, you know, over a million users. How do you sustain, how do you make, uh, you know, people come back? And I think also this is very lacking in, in, in the WordPress community. So I think it's a good uh, place to, 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 offer this value, like how can I, as a marketer, offer value that people will uh, want to come back and consume next week? Like, you know, and I think it's, it's, uh, it all has to do with, uh, you know, questions like authenticity and the research you do. And it's a, it's a huge challenge because you have to like if everyone is, okay, let's say YouTube. So when you just started uh, getting popularity and tutorials become, became more popular, you, you, every, every person that created a tutorial pretty much succeeded. But now it's kind of um, getting into saturation. So tutorials have to scale their, their uh, efforts. They have to be more visual, more uh, nice looking. They, they have to... Um, you know, get closer to how, um, I don't know, shows are produced. Yeah. So I think that's, that's uh, exciting uh, right now. Plus, we've uh, expanded the marketing team. So it's kind of uh, overseeing the whole process of how we grow each of the, the channels that uh, we already built. Cool. How many people do you have on the team, on the marketing team? Where's I need to... to... Uh, to calculate, I think something like something like ten, if you nice. include the PPC and uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's and cool. so you're like overlooking that entire operation right now in the company, just like, um, so you're learning probably a lot about management and leadership, right? Uh, yeah, I I mean there are some autonomous uh, things that I I mean you can't handle everything, um, so. But yeah, like overseeing the the big the big picture and uh, where we're headed is uh, something that I try to involve with. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. And so um, I want to ask you a bit about Elementor and like get maybe just like uh, just a bit about Elementor. Doesn't in, it, like um, it's Elementor has gone a long way it's going in a few different directions right now. Uh, like I, I guess a lot of people in this group are entrepreneurs. Um, yeah, everybody you know, listening are entrepreneurs. Um, some solopreneurs, people that are building blogs and info products and online courses. So um, asking for, you know, you know, the community here, um, what does Elementor have to, um, 
what, what do you think like is the strong suit of Elementor when it comes to online courses, blogs, and stuff like that? Well, I can share what I did when I, uh, I had a startup way before uh, Elementor and we had to, we built everything on, it was a marketplace for entertainers like clowns and that was the idea. Okay. <laughs> marketplace for clowns and all right, cool. Exactly. So we, we had to build it on Ruby on Rails mm-hmm. because we wanted to, it to be flexible enough. And uh, even though I had experience with WordPress, but for that project, I thought this was the way to go. And that yeah. meant I spent a lot of money, like my personal money. And yeah. it meant that we found like there were like five developers. And the person we ended up working with was really, was, he worked from home. It was really hard to communicate with him. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing was kind of a nightmare. So I think that's the, that's the revolution that, uh, um, that Elementor brings, wherein you can create the advanced website or a simple one. Um, and now with the theme builder that we, that we build, you can control every part of your website and also include the custom fields, the dynamic content that mm-hmm. you would need to create Things that are not only, you know, the blog posts and, uh, and the landing pages. So, you know, let's say a personal, if you're building a, uh, a personal website for doctors. So, you, so each, it's, it's like a different entity. Instead of creating pages where you have the title, content, yeah. maybe featured image, you have the entities like person. You have the, the, the person's mm-hmm. image and the, how many years he's been in the field. Got it. Uh, so it's custom post types, basically. Custom, yeah, custom post types and uh, in conjunction with custom fields. Yeah. Okay. And that's all, that's all built in now in Elementor or is it like, you know, you have to have a few different the, auto products? The back end, the custom fields, you, you have to use, you know, a plugin like ACF or pods. Uh, but the whole design, you used to do it in code. Now you do it uh, you know, live and visual with the same editor. Cool. Cool. And, um, so right now, like, you know, a lot, a lot of people, by the way, are, um, going just deeper into, into, um, so if you say like someone now wants to open their own blog, okay. Like from scratch, they want to launch a website. Like how should I launch my website? So they're probably thinking WordPress, I guess. Um, and then, what so basically they should not be doing the regular uh theme like or like you know the ocean wp or something like that they can go straight to the elementor um theme builder well what the theme builder means is that you can uh you know create use anything that you want ocean or astra or mm-hmm. you know hestia or whatever any free or premium uh, theme and then go ahead and customize every part of the theme the header the single uh, archive every part, even the WooCommerce in Elementor. So you have, you start, start you, you can, you know, design your, a different header and play, play around. It doesn't mean you don't need to know, um, uh, you know, uh, design skills. I mean, if you're a complete newbie, it might still be difficult because you don't know the spacing. You don't know how to create websites. Yeah. So it's still a tool that, uh, should be, like Photoshop needs someone who knows how to use it. So it's still a tool that it's easy to use, but if you want to get the top-notch uh, uh, websites that we showcase in, uh, in our blog uh, every month, then you're going to have to have, you know, the, the skills to, to do it. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm, I'm you know, and I'm guessing I've, I've had my experience with Elementor and I know how, you know, how when you want to really customize it, it's kind of like, you know, you have to get a bit advanced in those little things. Um, but it is amazing how to see it growing and how now you could like, you know, customize a full theme based on, uh, you know, based on this and question for like, from the design standpoint. Um, so, um, so someone wrote, uh, no design skills, then you take a course just saying, (laughs) so yeah, I mean, I um, I have a design course uh, that I built just for marketers and entrepreneurs. By the way, it's called Design Principles. Uh, so, like, it's it's just exactly for that, taking the people that you know want to create their own websites and giving them the design principles to create any design great. So, um, 
is the elementary and design principle of the complete no, I'm just kidding. Um so I can't uh, yeah. <laughs> um so I wanna I wanna just um like say now like so now going into um going into the um building let's say an online uh course okay um so would you would you recommend like people to do it with elementor and and stuff like that or would you say you know go to teachable it's still better like what do you think like in terms of like online courses i think this is where uh you know the stage of prototyping and understanding what you're uh, what you aim for is uh is crucial because a lot of uh, online courses don't necessarily need all the features that come into play in the terms of in the in the plugin so install this huge plugin and need to customize everything uh, with code and eventually uh, and you have uh, obviously less flexibility to design it and uh, uh, you end up with uh, not using it uh, on the other hand you can use a plugin and just for a certain page that you want to use as your promotion landing pages you can combine you know uh, Elementor and, and connect it this way so it's really a, a question of mix and match and finding your, your tools some some uh, online course uh, uh, software is, is really good and helpful and uh, needed and, uh, and we might develop in the future you know these these capabilities I don't know when yeah. you finish the, the, the seeing the video that it checks check marks the, the video and remembers where we were these are helpful for online courses. Yeah. And now, by the way, you just released um, a form kind of um, functionality, right? Basically, like, you know, the, the regular forms um, in Elementor. For, forms is way back. Forms way was, back? is one of, was a, one of our winning features, but uh, integrations, we extended integrations. Integration. Very, okay. And, yeah, now you can connect it to your... To ActiveCampaign uh, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. new. So I remember that because um, that was a, a thing for me when I just saw it, it come out. Um, and also, what is, like, I know now WordPress launched Gutenberg. And I'm sorry, everybody, if I'm getting too technical on WordPress, but hey, you know, this is a WordPress talk. So um, so now Gutenberg has come out, the new WordPress editor, and it's pretty rad. I've seen one promo that you guys did about um, uh, Gutenberg and Animator. How do they work together? Well, we just released uh, a plugin called Elementor Blocks for Gutenberg. Uh -huh. And you can download it for free from the WordPress repository. And what it basically does is when you're in Gutenberg, which is the, visual, the new visual editor in, uh, in WordPress, mm. you can choose, you can click on a button and get a template that you've pre-prepared in Elementor uh, embedded in your Gutenberg post. So let's say you're writing a blog post and add like a call to action or something, subscribe form, that's, uh, that's easily done. Got it. And, so it's uh, pretty, pretty awesome if you do that, if you think about it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there, there are a lot of websites that uh, already uh, work this way. Like if you're writing a blog post, you need, the, 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 uh, you need to make it more visual, more engaging. You don't want just a block of text, maybe some screenshots. You also want maybe blog quotes, maybe, um, you know, a, a subscribe form. You get all those uh, widgets. You can save them as a global widget. Then every time you uh, drag and drop them, they already have all the settings that you, uh, that you have for, uh, for all the styling. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it totally makes sense. And, um, so, yeah, I, I haven't tried it yet, but it sounds really awesome because um, if Gutenberg works, and I haven't tried Gutenberg yet, but it promises kind of like to be the medium of WordPress, right? And then you can write blog posts in a pretty easy manner and then add some symbols from that you created, pre-created in, in Animator and save them in your library as symbols and just like bring them in. Like you said, like quotes, like an online form, like all these kind of stuff. And... Um, that could be pretty awesome to create an experience of reading, which is different than the usual boring blog post experience. Well, the, the whole experience of building a blog, you can create the, uh, the single post. You can design it, the, you know, the template where you used yeah. to edit the single.php. Yeah. Now you can 
design it with Elementor, and then you write the blog post in Gutenberg, embed the the, the template. Elementor so widget, yeah. It's the the whole the whole process is uh, it's nicely done in combination of, of the, the, the two plugins. That that's pretty awesome. It's really good. I'm happy to hear that. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. Like WordPress has evolved so much, and like now with Elementor, it's like whoa, it's crazy um, to see the connection. Now it's so easy to create websites. Um, yeah, like WordPress. Yeah. When when I think a lot of CMSs, I wrote about it uh, a few years back. It was very oriented towards building it with uh, a, a sort of developer orientation. So you had kind of when you saw a WordPress site you recognized it you know yeah. because there was it was kind of functional and not uh, very aesthetic so we're glad that this is uh, changing and we're glad to lead this this uh, this change right that's awesome um so it, it is it is a change and um let me ask you so if now I'm starting from scratch for instance like what's the best theme that I should start with that you think like right now Honestly, it there are some really great themes, um, you know, from Generate Press and uh, you mentioned the Ocean and Astra and the Hestia. And it, there's a long list. It it really we even released like a standalone, like a bare bone theme uh, that you can build upon. Mm-hmm. The theme really is more of a starting point, and then uh, you can use templates. I mean, Elementor has templates and blocks for not only for the landing pages but also for the areas for the header um and then you can start to experiment it with it and customize it i think for starters for people starting out using templates is like the best way to go start using templates playing around with templates customizing them with your images this will actually be a good learning tool because the templates have already been built correctly so you'll see how it's both being done, you learn this way, learn from, uh, you know, how it's uh, built. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, yeah, it sounds good. Um, so I wanna, um, so we talked about Gutenberg, we talked about, you know, uh, um, maybe online courses, stuff and stuff like that. I wanna talk a bit about like the design side, <laughs> which is animations and your competitors in the design space in a way. Um, just because I'm also a designer and, you know, I design websites and um, there is this constant uh, talk with people who are a bit more technical, like technical designers, let's call them, that um, are starting to say, hey, Webflow is a great tool to build websites. And then I'm like, yeah, but Elementor is, is amazing and you can use Elementor uh, because it can do anything now, like do WordPress with Elementor. Um, and in a couple of years, when your client comes to you, you don't know where Webflow will be. Maybe it'll still be here, but maybe not. And WordPress has been here for over 10 years. It's not going anywhere. So probably Elementor is not. They got only over a million users. So um, it's kind of like the the back and forth. But what what like one thing that's really really good in Webflow that's missing, I think, in Elementor is the animations. Uh, uh, you know, proper web animations to create delightful animations, which now animations and transitions have become a standard in any um, interface. So just want to ask you, like, what's your take on that? Do you even know about, you know, what the product are planning, you know, the part of product department are planning on that? Well, this is uh, a crucial thing today in web design and web trends. And when you, if you're a designer, that, that this is your job and you, you want to, uh, incorporated, so this, it's definitely an, an important role. Uh, we have currently we have some uh, scroll and entrance animations, um, which might be a, a bit limited, but you can do nice things with it. You can use uh, custom CSS. You know, people send us really amazing things that they've created with it. But yeah, we sure we will definitely improve and expand. And do it our way, you know. Do it simpler. Do it uh, like the, the the easiest way possible for designers to, to incorporate it. And yeah, it's definitely an important, an integral part of of uh, web design. It's something we we plan to develop. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to that because I got some 
you know, I think in terms of WordPress websites, they, like you said, they have evolved when, when back then they used to be kind of like, you know, ugly and like, you know, WordPress, everybody saw a WordPress website, but today they can be beautiful websites um, that you don't understand that it's even WordPress sometimes. And um, I think the only missing piece, like the only missing piece in, in that equation right now, in order to create the most beautiful experience on a website is in a way animations. Um, that you know just are like you know slick because now i can actually tell the difference between a website built in wordpress no matter elementor or any other page builder and webflow you can totally tell the difference because webflow have like you know the the complete kind of like set of animations that you can do animations while scrolling like with no problem and all kinds of stuff like that and it's really really slick um so yeah, I'm waiting i'm waiting for elementor to to put something out on that and i know you guys will provide so um yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely <laughs> yeah already I, I mean we're like uh we try to always i mean there are so many areas in design that you can uh incorporate and, and introduce to to wordpress and we're always trying to you know continue to progress and be ahead of the game and i think we've we've the product introduce a lot of new functionality to, to WordPress design and that's exactly what we plan to do. Not everyone can uh, understand, like, I, I don't think that, the, that everyone understands this, uh, the importance of this. Not all WordPress users understand that, but it's getting more and more uh, out there. And I think, you know, we are seeing a lot more attention to these uh, matters. All right, just wanted to take a short break here. Um, if you listen to this episode all the way here, it means you probably find value in it, right? So, well, I wanted to just let you know that this is a weekly show and it's published first on the Mindful and Ruthless Facebook group as it's recorded live. Yes, this is a Facebook live interview and it basically allows you to interact with the speakers and myself and ask questions as we're recording the podcast and we are trying to answer all of those questions so if you haven't already be sure to search and join the mindful and ruthless group on facebook i promise you you'll find amazing value in joining this community as long as basically joining a community with a lot of other amazing entrepreneurs so all right back to the episode yeah yeah totally it's um I think it's in the right direction, like totally what Elementor is like keeping putting out feature after feature after the feature. Um, it's great seeing that. And um, I want to talk about the last final technical thing and then we'll go back to more high level and stuff. But um, I want to talk about SEO for large websites right now. Okay. Because oh, cool. um, I think <laughs> I like I, the topic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're an SEO guy uh, by trade and you know, um, and I, there are rumors, I will not tell you that they are not, that if you want to take a huge WordPress website, which is an old website, and now advance it, using Elementor would be, um, to say, it, like, you know, it would be um, hard in terms of SEO. And you'll have to really do some manual stuff in order to make sure that you don't mess up the SEO for the large website if you move it and advance it to Elementor. So do you have your take on that? Do you know anything about it? Probably I do. think that's just that's just false. <laughs> from, okay. from my experience, I mean, um, I've I've seen a lot. Of, we have a, a very strong community. People post like uh, um, their their GT metrics and uh, their their accomplishments with Elementor. The size of the site doesn't really matter in terms of, of uh, you know this the speed load. Uh, it it shouldn't uh, really matter, and you can. Elementor was built by far with the best code practices and best code standards. And this is one of the reasons that set us apart. And it helped in two areas. First of all, it helps other developers extend Elementor. So you, you get a wide ecosystem of, of plugins out there that extend the, the functionality. But it also helps like the fact that the site um, you know, is responsive and uh, loads fast. Um, what usually happens, I mean, there are some measures that you need to make sure. I do plan to do some sort of tutorial in that subject because I know it's, it's important for people, especially if you, you're not familiar with this, this field, it can be intimidating. But some simple things like optimizing images and using uh, 
caching plugins and, and uh, but basically it's 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 fast and it's great for SEO um, you know because you don't have to uh, deal with uh, a lot of coding while you're creating the, the the design that you want and you're able to create a lot of uh, landing pages and a lot of uh, blog posts that are uh, that are rich in content mm-hmm. so one of the big SEO uh, blogs uh, affiliate marketing and SEO uh, blogs that I follow authority hacker they recently they just released their website based on um, Elementor so we talked a bit about oh. the, the, the the, the process of creating a blog post and what I told you before that you can just drag the elements that are already like you have a, a certain video that appears with a certain drop shadow so you can save all that as uh, uh, you know as global widgets or as uh, global uh, templates and then just simply drag and drop them and it makes your content rich and if you see the the leading websites of, of uh, you know sumo and uh, hrefs you see every blog post is so rich in content. You know, every paragraph has afterwards some sort of um, either illustration or image or some sort of, uh, you know, if it's landing pages, testimonials. So all this is, you can do that so fast. It frees up your time. Then you can, you know, do link building and, you know, links is a huge part of, of SEO. So it helps your SEO. All right, cool. So, Yeah. I mean, and by the way, which uh, um, websites did you mention? So Sumo.com. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's Noah Kagan. Yeah, Noah Kagan. I know. Have you met him, by the way, when he was back in Israel? No, I didn't. We didn't. It didn't uh, we tried to, but it didn't work out. Oh, I met him. He's like, so he's a great guy. Hopefully, we'll have him on the podcast as well. Podcast as well but uh, yeah. Um, all right. So Sumo.com. Natrips. Natrips. Yeah. Natrips. And, um, really good content. I like to read. Yeah. Hrefs, awesome. And you said another one. Uh, so just replace. Authority Hacker. Authority Hacker. Their podcast is, is really uh, insightful in turn because they share a lot of what they're doing. Uh, they have a, a website cool. that uh, they're doing tests on. So, yeah. Awesome. So I'll check, definitely check those out. Um, so I'll definitely check that out. That's awesome. All right. Um, and so I want to go back, like leave the technical stuff aside for a second and um, go back to high level. By the way, people, if you're watching this live, you can ask questions and uh, feel free to ask questions. We'll answer them. Ask them in, in the comments and uh, we'll answer them live. So, um, so right now you're doing all the marketing, you're scaling, you're growing, you have your own life as well. Um, you have kids and you have, you know, like you have a family. Um, how are you right now um, managing your self-development, like your personal growth? It actually, it's kind of uh, growing rapidly now because uh, my daughter just uh, turned today. She's two years old. Oh, that's, that's her birthday today? Yeah. No way. Happy birthday. Mazel tov. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, and it's getting, it, it kind of freed up a bit of uh, space for me to do things that I love. And yeah. I, 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 I love to, you know, to read and uh, I, I, I go to an improv group. Once oh, week. cool. And now I'm, I'm also starting a, an improv podcast in Hebrew. <laughs> so I, I'm nice. thinking about how this is going. And uh, yeah, things are, really uh great like i feel uh, challenged and uh my wife also started a business so i'm trying to help her out so awesome. it's a lot uh, on my pile but uh I'm, I'm really eager with everything i i do yeah living living a full life that's good definitely yeah and, well, and i think mm-hmm. i think there's um there's sort of misunderstanding or misappreciation of the importance of you know uh, like investing in your life investing in like um, like becoming a better person through not just through business so I'm you know I, I, I like to, to read I just read a great book about um, uh, it's Michael Pollan uh, about it's how to change your mind 
It's about his journey taking all those uh, um, hallucinogenics and he, he discusses the role of hallucinogenics and how it spans the mind and all these matters are so interesting. And sometimes when, when back in the day, I remember when I started, when I, when I was young, you know, when I was 20, I, I kind of, if I dealt with something, if I, let's say SEO, and I've known people like this in the past. Like, if you're dealing with this, that's everything you do. Your job is, is who you are. And I think if you don't develop um, your the things that excite you beyond work, the, the things that develop you as a person, then you're not going to develop uh, in your profession because you're going to stay in the same pile of, of everyone else. Right. You're going to branch out. So I, I've, I've met people in, in both areas. I've met people that are you know, very balanced. I think the word is balanced. And people that are very one-sided and um, though I think it's, it's nobody, uh, you know, teaches this, but it's not like, uh, uh, I think it's like meeting women. You know, I think that's the best analogy. If you're, if you're you know, those, uh, the pickup artists, all that, and I, I, I have to admit, I had this phase when I was younger. You know? <laughs> so I think that, uh, if you're doing just that, you're going to a very dark place. But if you're trying to build yourself as actually a good person, you're going to, it's, it's good in all ways. You're going to be, to get more women eventually because women want, they don't want big parties. They want people who are, uh, you know, good. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I mean, totally. I, I think we both agree and everybody here uh, listening and watching are into personal development and personal growth. And um, there's a term I repeat uh, here in the show all the time. Like, you know, it's like building the full stack life, you know, like full stack life, not like we know it from the tech industry, like full stack, you know, development, but basically me coming from full stack design, I'm saying like now I don't want to build a full stack design life. I want to build a full stack life. I like, which I want to be a good husband. I want to be a good father. I want to be good at my sports. I want to eat well. I want to sleep well. I want everything like, you know, I want my life in the best possible way. And then like also my business in the best possible way. So I want to create success in all areas of life. And I think that's what we're, you know, all trying to achieve yeah. in a way. Yeah, de definitely. And everything you said is, uh, is uh, important for me as well. You know, eating well and all that. But for me, the three things that I, I think are, for me, worked the most, are, are mo most crucial for me to develop is like reading, writing, and improv. I think if someone develops these three skills, you can do anything. Huh. Um, reading, writing, uh, and improv. Yeah, improv is, is not a must. It's just if you have that bug. But I think it's, it's also crucial because it's, you know, acting in the moment. But yeah. these three things... If, yeah, I, mean, I think they're the, 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 you know, the formula for success because if you can write well and you can, if you can read and understand and then you can write well, then you can, you have clear thoughts, you can think well. So that, that gives you so much uh, leverage over other people in every, almost every area. Like in the last couple of years, I've really improved how I write, I think. I think. Mm -hmm. And... and yeah, that's, that's great, I think. Yeah, writing. Nice. And where do you, today, like, where do you write? Like, on, on, um, yeah, because I know you have your own podcast and you have the Elementor um, blog, but there's people writing there as well, right? So I still write for the, for the blog and for the website uh, sometimes. And even emails, you know, even outreach emails. Uh -huh. And even comments, I, I sometimes... It's something that, that I do. I, 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 I get obsessed over answering like support tickets that are <laughs> on the, on, on, I have to admit on the, you know, on the hardship, on the challenging scale, you know, <laughs> more challenging in terms of getting the, the client that is not feeling also in the Facebook group. And, and uh, I really like that. Like finding the answer that will make someone angry and make them cool down and, and, and like us again, that's, that's such a fulfillment, really. And it's, it's a huge challenge because you're constantly being, like, tested. You know, it's like having kids. You're constantly yeah. being, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. 
just give me some rage, but no. Yeah, no. totally, totally. And by the way, um, have you heard the book, have you listened or read the book um, um, Pitch Anything by Orrin Clough? No. Like, so everybody right now, really, everybody stop everything, yeah. press pause, and go and download, download the book Pitch Anything by Orrin Clough. Like, amazing, amazing book. Um, I really love it. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's about, like, it's about how everybody that you're communicating with has some kind of frames, basically. Like, it's kind of like, I know NLP talks about frames a bit, but, um, but basically it's kind of like they have their own perspective and how you can break their perspective. And, like, uh, it's, it's a very good book. So, anyways, um, Pitch Anything by Owen Clough. Um, so, and, and talking about reading, uh, do you have any recommendation for books? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so, first of all, and foremost, Jordan Peterson, we talked a bit about that in the, you know, in the, the call that we had. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Like I found about, out about him like two years ago and haven't stopped listening since. So everything that I mentioned about the importance of writing and reading and, and having a clear message. And that's totally from, from him dissecting, uh, you know, the Bible stories and getting insights from there. I know it sounds weird, but, but yeah. Um, yeah. And um, the recent book, Michael Pollan, How to Change Your Mind, he, I, I love how he writes. Like, no one writes so, uh, it's like a friend. You're, you're, you're reading, hmm. I, I listen to, to audio, I don't, don't read because I read too much at work. So I, on the commute to work, I, I listen to, to yeah, audio. Yeah, Audible, and, uh, yeah, me too, yeah. And he has a good, a nice voice, uh, like, an, I think it's New York or something, and uh, it's nice <laughs> to, to here and uh, nice soothing voice so cool. these two uh, michael lewis also a great great writer about about uh i think uh moneyball and uh, a few bunch of anything you read by him is, is great cool and uh i would say um dostoevsky brothers karamazov great book which one which one Br Brothers Karamazov by Dostoevsky is also a great book. Okay. I, I love classics. I either like classics or like sort of documentary style um, books. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, well, it, they're entertaining and they're telling a story which is real. And so I guess it's something that you can relate to. Um, you know, about documentaries and stuff. And um, awesome. So um, we have a few questions and then we'll wrap up. We have a few questions from Donna. So um, Donna says, first of all, she has no issues with SEO with Elementor except the lack of uh, scheme, schema implementation in headers and footers. Otherwise, Elementor and SEO are great together. You can actually define the header to be header. You have the tag header. You can have that for any uh, section, and of course, you can do it for for, uh, for the header uh, template. So you just go into the section, and it's just a, a switch instead of being a p tag, have it a header tag. So that okay, can help. makes sense. Um, and then she says, "Improv makes you adaptable to any situation," which is true. Um, Improv is is really amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's changed my life. I love it. It's my bug. I listen to improv podcasts. Uh, here's another recommendation, Improv for Humans uh, by Matt Besser. It's hilarious. Uh, and I really, it's, what I like about it is, is I think something has to do maybe with, you know, approaching chaos and doing something that uh, uh, frightens you and you don't know where, where to expect it and opening the mind to you know, something that you didn't expect and not acting from, you know, from the um, rational brain. Right, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't do improv, but I definitely, you know, been to this uh, workshop. Um, I've been to an improv workshop in one of the Google, um, I, I mentor at Google, like for five years, I mentor at Google uh, Campus. I mentor startups and every couple of months we go there and we mentor startups for, you know, voluntarily. And then every once a year, the Google flies us out to um, official trainings, you know, by, by them. So one of the uh, bonus complimentary uh, workshops that we had is about improv. 
and actually two Israelis, which are Google developers, they passed it, they, they, they ran the workshop. Um, and they talked about a situation if you're giving an online gig and you're, you know, something happens, then, you know, instead of being, oh my God, I can't believe this just happened, just embracing what just happened, you know, out loud in front of the audience. Um, and kind of like, you know, just repeating the situation that's going on in your mind to the audience. And one of the things that happened to me were like uh, just a couple months after I've gone through this workshop, I was at a stage on stage in a conference here in Israel uh, in front of like hundreds of people. And then uh, in the, I don't know, like two minutes into the presentation, my computer slides down from the from the podium and boom crashes my whole screen crashes <laughs> in the middle of my talk and that was that, that, that was me saying oh my god i can't believe this just happened um and then but i managed to address it in a way i don't remember even how i, I was i was like in my mind it was crazy but then i was like oh ju that just happened um all right like you know shit happens or something like that and um, so let's go on, shall we? Or something like that. And I continued. It was kind of like, so, um, it was, it really helped me yeah. not take the situation in any way, uh, hard on stage. After that, it was two days of just like, you know, on and back and forth in labs and it was terrible, but it was like, you know, th that situation, everybody after me, after that came out, came to me and says, this wasn't your Mac, right? It wasn't because you acted like it was like the, just a regular equipment from that they gave you or something that it was like. Um, yeah, I, I, I can see the, yeah. totally the it value looked, of it. Looked, it looked like a, like a setup. Um, yeah. And I think, I think that as a podcaster, you, I mean, that's, it's very close to, to improv because when you're listening and then you have to elaborate, you know, you have to continue the conversation and make it interesting for the audience and understand what you're talking about and how you can progress it, but still listen. So it's managing all those things in one uh, in, in one in present and you have to do all that you can't do that if you're 100% rational I mean if you <laughs> analyze everything yeah. it won't work you have to right. sort of let go in, in a certain way to the situation and just let it you know some, somehow I don't know let some sort of, of something guide you um, and, and trust that it's going to come up good and maybe next year will be better so that's yeah. that's uh, why i like improv yeah yeah totally i mean i i can see the value in it um and then okay so back to donna and her final question um have you ever considered writing your own novel ben oh wow um, <laughs> no that's too difficult i thought i thought about this recently like sitting and writing a novel or even writing shorter pieces is something that for me it's not that um i heard like an, an interview of, of an author and he said he writes like 13 hours a day i just i'm 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 already kind of an, an uh, um introvert and you know i'm i'm kind of not i'm, I'm good at, at staying at home and staying in my shell so i i want to do things that are you know with people and uh, there are more out there. So for me, I don't think uh, I'll, I'll do it, but I don't know. It's a, it's a challenge. Yeah, maybe <laughs> when I'm 50, I don't One know. Day. One day. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, yeah, so we're done with the questions. Um, also, we're done with the, um, like, the main thing I ask is, you know, about um, books uh, and, like, you know, maybe podcasts. Um, do you have any other recommendations for people now listening um, stuff that you think we haven't talked about in Elementor, which are, you know, amazing and we should, we should talk about and mention or anything else that like you should, you feel you want to mention to the crowd? Oh yeah, definitely download it and use it. Uh, <laughs> and the, the free version is very extensive and, uh, the pro version is, uh, even more amazing. So yeah, do it. And we got a discount for people, right? Like, um, an Elementor for, for the crowd. Yeah, if you go to checkout and write SAGI, S-A-G-I, then you get 10% off all plans, uh, which, is, uh, which is nice. Cool, cool, cool. Yay. Thank you. Thank you so much for this. Um, 
And by the way, this is not an affiliate link. So you guys like, although by the way, I support affiliate links in every possible manner. And I think you should, you guys should too, because it's part of monetization. Um, this is not an affiliate link. So like it's 10%, you get it off, go download Elementor, get the pro version because it, it rocks and it's really good. And um, afterwards. <laughs> and then let me know send, send, send us your website post it in the group now Ben is in in the group uh, in the Mindful Ruthless group on Facebook so be sure to join and post your website over there and say hey I built this WordPress website with Elementor um, so yeah Ben um, thank you so much um, I mean I got just a few questions coming in but uh, you can answer them already in the in the channel um, later on um, so Ben, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, it was great talking to you, man. Thank and you. it's been fun. Yeah, and let's do it again. Yeah, we'll pro we will meet again. That's for sure. And we actually we should meet in person because we're both Israeli and we're just like twenty minutes away from each other most of the time. So oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I know we should have already met. Um, the too week busy, I got back. Too busy lifestyle. Yeah. No, actually I was, you know, I, so to everybody who doesn't know, I actually should have met Ben the week I came back from the U S um, from the, some of the greatness and everything. And then I was sick. I just got back sick, like airplanes. I'm like, Oh man, I can't believe I'm just like, I can't believe that's how I'm starting off my week when I'm back in Israel. That's like sick. It was terrible. Um, but yeah, we're going to make it happen. And uh, for sure we'll share with the community. Uh, so thank you for being here, Ben. Thank you for everybody watching this live. I really appreciate you guys um, or watching the replay or listening on iTunes and YouTube. If you are, um, you know, new to the show, please be sure if you liked it to subscribe and uh, see you all on the next episode. Peace. Bye. And that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, I would love if you could help me out and please rate this on iTunes. This is a new podcast, so reviews on iTunes go a long way, and also ensure that more people will just get to enjoy it. You only have to do this once, not every episode, and it has a tremendous impact. Also, if you haven't yet, I would love to invite you to join the Mindful and Rootless group on Facebook, where I host this show live and also share so much more with the members of the community. This will be a chance for me to get to know you better and I love connecting with my audience. All right, so until next time, remember to be mindful and ruthless. Ruthless with your gut feeling. Ruthless with your journey. Don't let anybody take you off your path, my friend. Keep on and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. One of our values, one of our core values in the company is like that everything we do is... is the best quality that you can and make sure that next time it's better.